All right. I got a little treat for you guys. Got a little treat. So let's get it cracking. That's not what you think. It's not what you think. I don't know if you guys remember back in the day. I was working in the Wolfman lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. Happy Halloween. So my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. Oh, yeah. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. Graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. Alright, we'll, we'll play a little bit more of that towards the end of the podcast, right? Happy Halloween to everybody, uh, and for those who have kids, man, uh, I don't know what you guys are doing, but uh, we decided to kind of do, like, uh, I got some ideas online, and uh, there's a kind of, um, did a skeleton, and then we'd get this three-inch PVC pipe wrap it up and like like in uh bandages and cut it and then kind of glue it to the skeleton then you send candy oops i'm hitting my microphone you send candy shooting it down and put it in the kids bucket so we have a giant neighborhood here with tons of kids so we're not going to try to um you know deprive them that it's like that, that's like taking away the best holiday for them you know so i hope you guys who have kids are making the best of it all right, so we've got some good topics uh, getting ready about what is going on for this episode. Um, so let me, let me go over the topics here. So I did a video uh, on Instagram. I'll put a link to it if you want to watch it. It's pretty interesting. And I, and I said my top three thin whale tails. And we're going to talk about that right now. We'll get, get a little bit more elaborate about it. But if you want to watch how they work and get my opinion on it and why I like them, of course, I'm going to talk about it here, but you can visually see it. I'll put a link on my podcast. Uh, you should be able to go right to it, to the Instagram, or you can go to at Dent Time on Instagram. Or you can go to my Dent Time podcast, denttimepdr.com, and then you'll see the link down there as well. So we're going to talk about that and uh, tools I used to use back then. And what do I use now? I mean, it's kind of like, what, what do I use updated? What are, what are some of the tools I added? Um, these are some of the major tools I have added that help make me make a difference. So this will be a, more of a tool episode um, and, a, and a lot of other different, you know, little aspects here. Also taking better photos. All right. So I might have touched base on this before, but I'm going to touch it, touch base again. Anybody who's been on my podcast or hasn't been on my podcast before, uh, you can kind of, you know, get, get a good idea of, uh, of what, what, I, what this podcast is about. So we'll talk about that photos and we'll talk about an app that I use with that. And then we'll just round it off. I don't really, I'm not going to go and dig into anything else. I'm going to bring Joe Garcia back. He, I feel like uh, he's, he's a very good uh, co-host and it's got a lot of great insight so we are going to do more episodes with him on there coming up his next and hopefully he can make the next one he has a lot of interesting topics to talk about and um, we'll we'll save it for him 
went over there, okay? All right, so let's get into the three thin whale tails. And technically, there's not that many different brands. The ones that I like are two of the three. Two of the th- of the three whale tails are from one company, and the other one is from a different company. And I'll I'll just name them. Two of the whale tails are from Blem, Blem Tools, and the other one is Dentcraft. So the Dentcraft has a half inch whale tail. I mean, it is super thin. And forgive me, Dentcraft, but I really wish you would continue to sell the first version. It's more of a square off. Whale tail, super thin, very, very thin, and it is terrific. Now, they, they since then retrofitted it, and what I mean by that is they updated it. It looks like a mini, like a true mini whale tail, so it's, it's got a little bit of a corners on the edge of it, which makes it, in my opinion, really dangerous because it really can poke up paint real quick if you're not careful. If you don't understand how to find your tip, um, if you're in a really tight area and you just move it the wrong way, it, it could twist and have a lot of drive to the tip and then make a high spot. But for the techs who are really know what they're doing, it's, it's a fantastic whale tail. I like it specifically for going really close to the seams by the door edge. When a dent gets hit really close near a front door, left or rear door, anything near an edge of the seam, that tool rocks. And it is very, very good. You'll see how I use it in that video on the IGTV video. And it's not really a tutorial. It's kind of more of a review, like how they work. And I thought I captured it pretty well and kind of explained what I felt. And so I'm going to verbally explain it to you here just in case I I didn't mention anything or say anything. And the one I'm talking about, and I'll put a list of the, of that tool. I'm not going to list every single tool that I'm talking about though, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So you'll, I'll try to do my best to put some list on there, but these three, I will three tools and the Dentcraft whale tail. It's a 30 inch half inch whale tail. Now, why do I like a half inch whale tail besides it being so thin. Well, the other reason why is because I can get really super close to the, to the seam, like I mentioned. And not only that, the, one of the best features of that is that you can fit it through a half inch hole. I mean, that half inch hole is money. And I'm, I'm referring to you guys when you do a manufactured access point. It'll, it'll fit right through there, no problem. It'll get up to the upper door braces that you need to get to. Obviously, it'll get to the middle of the brace of the door, which you generally will go down the window. The shorter one, now it has a shorter version. I like to use it, and it's a 24-inch version. And I like to go through the drain holes underneath the door panel and slip it there. Like those old Porsches, old style Porsches who have that curved door, man, they have a perfect drain hole for the half inch whale tail to get there. And it doesn't make any high spots because it's so thin. It just slides right between that glue and just twist on that dent deep 
or shallow, doesn't matter. Works, works awesome. That tool, and, and these three tools, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have them, you don't own them, get them. We know it's coming. It's, it, it's uh, holiday time. You know, if you're a woman tech, man tech, right? Put it on, give it to your spouse. Tell them, hey, this is what I want. Or maybe if you can't wait like me, you just order it. You get it. That is definitely you want. If you can, get the, get the 30 and 24 inch. You, you will thank me later. You will absolutely love it. You know, one way you can thank me instead of calling me or texting me or anything like that about these podcasts that a lot of you do. Review. Give me a review and show me how much value you get out of it. I'll be reading some reviews at the end, but I do appreciate uh, you guys listening. So the second, second whale tail that I really, really like is the Blem. And this one, I do know the part number on this, WT24. It's an inline whale tail. It is, gosh, I can't remember what size it is, but it's not that big. It's like a little bigger than the half inch. Maybe is it five eighths? Something like that. It is ultra thin. It bends so nice. And so I know some of you may not have these whale tails and you're like, well, if it's that thin, doesn't it kind of kind of backfire on you? Like when you're twisted, it's, it's kind of, does it twist in the middle? No, that's what's great about these whale tails. That's what's great about any good whale tail is when you are twisting it from the handle, all the drive transfers right to the tip. It's fantastic. That makes a good whale tail. And when you have a good whale tail like that, it, it's, there's no delay in your, in your push or your twist. And that's what you want. That's in any kind of tool. You don't want delay. You don't want, that's, that's called flex, right? Unwanted flex. And when you have flex, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, sometimes watching one of my po- live podcasts and I don't have my, my voice is delayed. It's distracting, isn't it? It's kind of like a tool like that. Like if you have a tool that has flex and it doesn't, ha- it doesn't react right away, it bothers you. Especially if you're a veteran tech that's used to having stiffer tools with no flex and you get a tool right away, you don't like it if it has flex. For you newbies, if you don't know what I mean and you have cheaper tools, maybe you bought them on eBay, maybe you're a listener, maybe you, maybe you bought a bunch of tools before you actually really understood PDR. Chances are your tools that you're using aren't any good if you bought them on eBay or if you bought them from a non-name brand because flex and PDR tools stink unless they were made to do that. And I don't mean by bending like, like a whale tail. Whale tail is meant to bend. But when you twist a whale tail, good whale tail, the drive should go right to the tip. It shouldn't be flexing and bending in the middle. That is what makes a good whale tail. That's why good thin whale tails are money. So the WT24 from Blem is money it is so thin 
and it's inline. So inline means the handle is in line with the tip. So it doesn't, it's not left or right. Doesn't have a T handle. Doesn't go down. I'm serious. It doesn't, doesn't have one way or another. You know what I mean? It's, it's perpendicular to the tip. So if the tip is facing, let's say here, you have it face. Well, it's hard to explain. You'll see what I mean. Just go watch the video. You got to get that tool. Got to get that whale tail. So the last one I'm going to mention is, and it's a latest tool that came out last year, is the balloon tip from Blem as well. If you, you, you might as well get the whole set. The balloon tip is so forgiving, so nice. It's kind of like the soft tip of balloon tips. It really knows how to start your dent. And you, you newbies, if you don't own one of these, it's going to help you become more cleaner, way more cleaner. You will, you will absolutely like it a lot. Fantastic. You'll be able to see that, that type of tool being used on, that, on the Instagram. Look out for the link right here. It's super interesting. It's almost 30 minutes long. And you guys know me. I get real detailed in what I'm doing. At least the best I can. And I did that completely live. And if you're not on YouTube, please subscribe to Dent Time. Every once in a while, I'll be on there too as well, giving out discount codes for Dent Trainer. I only open them up for about a week or two. But speaking of that, before I get off topic, I do want to get off topic real quick about Dent Trainer. We are going to have a huge PDR tool giveaway again from major tool companies. And you guys know that's generally our biggest sale of the year. It is, it is the biggest sale, period. So if you're on the fence, maybe you want to renew. Maybe you're a, a, uh, an already signed up Dent Trainer. Hey, sign up for the new, new subscription. It's going to be lower just for Black Friday. And generally, a j big population of our subscribers get on for Black Friday. They renew. Don't forget, there's tons of tool discounts, and you'll save a lot of money if you are very serious about uh, you know, investing in yourself and your company. It is a win-win situation so be ready for black friday weekend we are going to kill it all right you get on it so um, that'll be awesome so if you are already a dent trainer member and you just signed up don't worry we'll put you in the drawing anyway so don't don't panic okay don't don't panic so going back to the balloon tips the balloon tips are forged and they, they look exactly like, like I mentioned. And they all three of these tools are very, very thin. I would say the balloon tip is probably the strongest out of them because it's completely forged. I would say all of them are. Well, I'm not gonna, I won't vouch for all of them, but I, I would assume that the blems are forged. I've never bent any of those tools, like the, the, the lip of them or the, the, tool, the whale tail itself. And by that means, any of those whale tails from either company are just top notch. Now, a couple, I mean, Ultra makes a decent, decent whale tail. They have one of their wide whale tails, but I'm referring 
and I'm and I know uh, A1 makes some good whale tails. So I'm not saying none of those companies don't make whale tails. But I'm just saying I'm talking referring to the thin whale tails. You guys know I love all types of PDR tools, and I will tell you my opinion about what I like. I'm not biased. I will try to be as fair as possible. Otherwise, there's no point in me telling you. I'm going to tell you the truth. But if I have it in my hand and I'm using it and I like it, I'm going to tell you about it. And I'm not going to steer you wrong. I don't have any hidden intentions or motives to, you know, feed you information. It's not fake news, people. It's not fake news. Okay, I want to talk about as well, since I'm, I'm kind of like talking about tools I want to talk about the difference between um, a high spot and a crown. For you people who are fairly new, a high spot is man-made, like it's caused from your tool. Sometimes it's a high spot is made on purpose. Get to that in a second. And then the other way, the other thing is called a crown. Crown is the it's caused from the impact, the original impact, the force. And when it gets hit, the metal moves outwards, causes a crown. Basically, a shock wave held in time in the metal. That's as best as I can describe a crown. Sometimes they're very obvious, sometimes they're not. That's what we call a hidden crown. So that's the difference between a high spot and a crown. Now, talk about high spot. You really should not be making any high spots at all when you do a repair. If you do, you are either being too aggressive, your reflection is not right, you're using too sharp of a tool, you're just not doing it right. Keep your high spots down to a minimum. Now, I understand big, nasty dents. Sometimes it gets a little ugly before it gets better. But I'm talking in general. There should be no excuse for a smaller dent. If you don't know what I'm talking about, again, check out that video. A couple of them I go in there. I don't make any high spots. A deeper one, well, that's called a controlled high. We, sometimes we have to make a high to get the center pit out. And that's where you should only, only be making a high is the pit. Everywhere else, you're just setting it up. You're setting the dent up so you can open it up, make the center shallow, and then set it up for a nice push in the center of it. See, some people go, well, why do you need to make a high? Or is that kind of making it worse? I thought I'd just try to push it, make it even, and then hopefully it comes out. It never comes out that way. It won't come out that way. I'm talking, I'm referring to a deep one, not, not those shallow ones. Yes, you can get that shallow one. And be honest with you, if you use a sharper tip, sometimes you can, get, you can get those deeper ones out pretty quickly, pretty nice, as long as you are hitting where it needs to go down. That's, that's how, I, that's how I, I'm, I'm referring to, to a how you should attack. 
I want you to think about this, and this is for you veterans too. You know, we, we, we're, we get in a habit where we don't think about PDR anymore, which is good in a way. It's, I call it, it's meditating, right? It's sometimes we're, we're thinking about, oh, you know, how's our weekend going to be? And, oh man, I got to go to the doctor. I got to think about this. You know, you're thinking about everything but the job, right? Well, what you're doing. But this, this week, right, when you're listening to this podcast, after you listen to this podcast, maybe you're, maybe you're pushing a dent right now. I want you to, be completely focused about what you're doing and, and think like this. If you make a high spot, unnecessary high spot, you lose a limb. It's like a bomb. Slow down, everybody. Slow down. I want you to challenge yourself to be more patient, Go, go slower, obviously. Move your board. And then choose the right tool. Like, what is this tool have consequences? What kind of consequences does it have? Is it, what's the benefits? What's the pros and cons? And if, it, if, it's a, if it's a tool that can do some damage, is it going to be worth it? What's the risk? Are you going to be spending, is it going to make you spend 10, 15, Two hours cleanup time? Is it worth it? Is there another tool? Or better yet, is it better to take off the panel or glue pull? You know, sometimes you don't have to take a tool and push first, you guys. You can glue pull part of it and then get some of the meat up and then tool it. We need to think more and more about what we're doing. Be conscious about your repair. And this isn't just for the newbies. This is for you veterans. Challenge yourself to go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more aware. Because if you can be more aware, it definitely does help you become better technician. And if you start being more aware, your repairs become more cleaner. I say the number one reason techs aren't as good as they should be and they are all capable every tech is capable but it starts with you being patient that is the key patience i've said this probably a couple times i know that but if you're listening be conscious about what you're doing Look at what tool. Don't be lazy either and grab the tool nearest to you because you're afraid to get up, go to your vehicle and get the right tool or walk across your shop and get the right tool. Yeah, you're sitting down, you're cross-legged, you're dirty, you're tired, it's hot out, it's cold out, whatever it is. Don't be lazy either. That's another reason that texts aren't as good as they should be is they're lazy. And lazy could be that you know you should be getting a different tool or purchasing a tool that will help you become better, cleaner, faster. Don't be that tech. Because you'll be turning into dent different. Yeah. You know I'm right. 
You mofos, man. I don't speak because I have a hint about maybe that's who you are. It's not a lucky guess. I've been doing this for 30 years now. I know. I've seen. I've worked. I've been. I was. That type of tech. It was not the grand old Marshall master PDR tech, dude. I wasn't, I wasn't like that. I'm not giving myself any excuses either. I mean, I was taught in the caveman days. But it's not how you start, right? It's how you finish in life. But with PDR, how you start is how you're going to finish. So if you're going to start messy, you're going to finish messy. Just remember that. Next topic. Tools I wasn't using then and I use now. <laughs> well, first of all, I wasn't using sharp tools back in the day. I was not using sharp tools. I was, I, matter of fact, I, I don't think I saw a sharp tool until maybe, shoot, had to have been since maybe 2008, 2006, something like that. And I was terrified of them. I, I had no idea how to use sharp tools, what they were for. Sharp tools are another fantastic tool, but you have to understand. Sharp tools aren't sharp tools to me anymore, fellas and ladies. They are accurate tools. It's just like, it's, it's, your, it's your ultimate weapon. If you understand how to use it, it is a fantastic, it's the finisher. It's, it's a lot of things. It shrinks metal. It finishes the last itty bits. It's, it can match orange peel for you. It, it, re, it hits the, the exact spots you want it to. Now, I'm not going to go into every single tool super in-depth, but I'm going to excuse me, highlight of, of how I use them and why I, I like them. These are strictly my opinions, but they're good opinions. And some of you will have, you know, other opinions. I didn't, I'm not going to go through every tool that has come out lately that I use. Some are brand new right now, so I can't really tell you, you know, more about it, but I'm going to tell you over the last 10, 10 years, five, 10 years, and a little bit newer, these have really helped me a lot in my repairs and, and just overall. I can't believe how many techs out there still don't have newer tools since they started, since the 90s, since the mid-2000s. Yes, I get it. You guys can fix dents with what you have. I get it. But I'm telling you, newer tools... They do some awesome miracles, man. They, they really do make your life a lot easier. I'm not going to keep preaching about it, but I think you guys do. If you listen to this podcast, you, you, you know, you're already thinking about it. Some of you have never been to MTE either. We'll get into that a little bit. I, hopefully, I don't forget about that. I don't have that on my notes, but I will get into MTE. Talk about that. Give me my opinion. 
I, I'll give you my raw opinion about, about what, what I think about MTE. Cold glue. All right. So this, we're going on second generation of cold glue. Okay. The first generation was from Sergio and Brazil. And when he first came out, unfortunately, he didn't market it very well. I mean, he, he showed videos. People were super curious about it. They just couldn't quite believe it. He went to MTE. He showed about it. Show, showed about it. He showed it. Talked about it. And he did a demonstration, but unfortunately, it was not that good. I don't even think he knew the potential of his, of his cold glue and how to use it. But thank you for Sergio. You, you, you're the one that set the bar on the cold glue. So let me tell you a quick story about this. And, and some of you guys already know this. So Sergio comes to MTE all the way from Brazil, sets up a booth and shows his cold glue. And he has a smashed door and he puts it on. And he pulls it, but it didn't pull like what he, you know, what he was showing. At least not for me and Daniel, me and Daniel Grom. I go, eh, I don't know about that stuff. Maybe it's not as good as, as it looked. So I, I shined it off. So at the end of the MTE, we, you know, we do our, it's called Drunk Tool Review. We do it every year. Matter of fact, we're going to do it again if we, if we're, if we're, oh, we'll get into that, but. But he bought it. And I was like, what? You bought that? That stuff doesn't work, man. I go, how much did you pay for it? He's like, 450 bucks. I was like, fudge, man. <laughs> what a ding dong, dude. <laughs> you know, he, Danny's like, no, no, I think it's going to work. I was like, I don't know, man. So we're out in the parking lot. It was me, Shane Roses, Vince, Cowboy Vinny now. Daniel Grom. We, got, we have a rental car. We're, out, we're getting ready to drop it off. And I go, all right, let's go test it right now in the parking lot. So I think I was doing a live video or something at the time. But anyways, this is five, six years ago, maybe seven years ago, something like that. And I hit the corner of the, of the vehicle. And he puts this big glob on. We, we, we didn't know what the hell we're doing. And we put this big glob of totally put too much cold glue. And we put it on. And we pull it. And you know what? It pulled it. It pulled the dent out. For the most part, it pulled it out. Not like today's cold glue, but it pulled it out. But we totally did it wrong. Just like, just like we, we, we all used to try hot glue back in the day. If you're, you know, if you're a 10, 15, 20-year tech, you, you, know, you know how the hot glue tabs and all that stuff went. I get to that story too as well. But we had no idea on really how to apply it and how to use it. Well, as time evolved, you know, real quick, you don't put a lot of glue on. First of all, you got to prep the glue. You got to stretch it out left and right, just like back and forth, kind of like elastic bubble gum. Just pull it, put it back, pull it, pull it, pull it, and it activates it. It gets it really warm and it gets really sticky and tacky. Then you put it on. You don't put, you put a thin layer. I'm talking maybe a quarter inch at the most and make it spread it across your tab and then make sure you clean the paddle panel. Alcohol is perfectly fine and it will pull like a mofo, but you got to use a heavier slide hammer. And that's one thing about Sergio slide hammer that that's still to me, it's the best cold glue slide hammer today. I think he sells it. It should sell it by itself, but it is fantastic, and it's a metal tab. 
So let's fast forward now. Now Glexo, Glexo perfected it. It is at least five times more stickier. And they have their tabs, systems, and it's fantastic. But without cold glue today, ladies and gentlemen, I would not be able to rapidly get the repair to where I need it as clean. I would have to use hot glue. And we all know if you use hot glue sometimes on big stretched metal, if you're not careful, you can overstretch it. It can cause way more work. With cold glue, it doesn't do that. So that's why cold glue is in my arsenal today, and I'm glad I have it. And that's why I'm talking about this because I'm sharing the stories of why, why I use it. And some of you may not, you, I mean, some of you, some of you don't have it. Actually, a lot of you still don't have it. You don't know how beneficial it is. It's super beneficial. So moving on, better tabs. You know, tabs are so-so, you know, off and on for, for many years. You know, and, and, and we got lucky on the tabs, on the polling, but we still didn't understand the formulas of that. And I'm talking, well, I might as well say it, tabs and glue. Okay, they, they both have come a long way. And I think what really broke the ice, we had, excuse me, we had this tabs called titty tabs, and they were supposed to be, the, you know, they were the bomb in the early 2000s, right? And they were, but they stretched, the next stretched. In the mid-2000s, we had Atlas tabs, which are still today, still pretty decent tabs. And then you got Anson, who's come out with their tabs, and then you got uh, Kiko and then you've got, obviously, before that really set it off, let's give some credit with Keith Constantino with his Black Plague tabs. He sent me some gray tabs the first time, and I was like, whoa, what the heck are these? And we, we all thought for the longest time that the face of the tabs was the answer. Like, it has to be have some crazy pattern, and it's not. It's, it was so simple that... The, the, flat, the flatter the surface, the better the pull, meaning no pattern on it. Keith does a demonstration. He did a great demonstration, and he did a really good job. He, sets his, he gets this piece of glass or plexiglass, and he puts the glue on, not a lot, puts it on a tab, like maybe a 15-millimeter tab, and he presses it against the plexiglass. And if you look at him do that, look at the tab, it it spreads the glue out completely flat, evenly. So what's that cause? What's that create? That creates an even vacuum when you pull. So you're getting no pockets of air like you would in a, in a normal tab that has a lot of pattern to it. And that's why when you pull on these smooth tabs, you get a more... I wouldn't say violent, but you get, you definitely get a more aggressive pull. And if you've got a deeper dent, that's what you want. Now, I'm not going to get into all the specifics, but some people say, Mike, you pull way too aggressive, man. Why do you pull such a so high? I go, because that's how I was taught. That's how I was, I was taught to, to make everything high and tap it down. I got good at it. I don't like to mess with centers. Pull it. Tap it, pull it, tap it. No, hell no. I want to pull the center up as high as I can. Man, I, I pulled the dent so high, man, one time. 
It freaking had its own weather system on it. It started snowing on top of that high. I'd take a heater and melt it off, melt all the snow off. But I tapped it down, got rid of that center. That's just the way I do it. I like aggressive tabs. The gangrene tabs are, 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 the, are the tabs you got to get in your arsenal. Along with the new Kiko dead center tabs and the, and the thumbprint tabs and the compression tabs from Anson and the root beer tabs. Those are all very aggressive tabs. I'm not going to get into, again, I, I'm kind of going way over what I'm doing, kind of why I, I have these new types of tabs and glue. Matter of fact, we should go cover glue right now. You know, it goes hand in hand. Glue, today's, right now, to me personally, the, the most consistent glue. And there's, there's a lot of good ones, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name some off. But I use hog glue. There's extreme purple tab weld from Keith as well. You got cactus green, the pink bubble gum. If it depends if you're in, you know, Puerto Rico or Dominican or Guam, red fire for hot, humid. Texas, you know, Texas uses, you know, the Midwest, you guys have probably different glues for different seasons because you get a lot of different seasons. It really does help. Makes a difference. It's a formula thing now. I mean, there's, there's an art to it. Glue pulling is totally, totally different. Some people pull all day long. That's all they do is glue pull. Nothing wrong with it. As long as you're getting, getting the dent out and you're not risking pulling paint. Or you don't mind the risk of pulling paint. So... I already talked about whale tails. That was all my thing. So the balloon tips, I mean, those are, those are the newest commodities I have. I mean, I, I love those tools, those, those balloon tips, especially on a sharp dent. I'm not sure. I don't want too aggressive. Maybe I know the glue's not going to pull. I get a whale tail where there, there's a brace in there. I use the balloon tip. It starts it. Boom. I got it where I need it. And I'll finish it all out. Ratchet handles. I mean, come on, guys. You know, John Hiley came out with the new tactical Gorilla Grip handle. Now the Anson, Anson um, manufactures it now. Fantastic tool. Quick release, pop on and off, create the extension. Fantastic. Ultra's got one now too, just came out. I'll talk more about that later, but not now. But handles. You know, quick release. Ultra's got a quick release, ratchet built in. Everyone's going towards a quick release. And you PDR companies, tool companies, if you're listening to me and you make tools and you're still making it with handles, get, give, give the consumer an option without the handle and create a cool handle system, a quick release handle system. Or just give the option to use whatever handle system they want. I do not like to be married to handles. It's just, it's, there's no purpose for that. You can't, can organize it very well. It adds uh, unnecessary weight. If you're a traveling tech, you don't need all those handles. You're going to probably lose 50 pounds just in handles. If you have a lot of tools. With these new tools, 
these new handles, you just need one, a uniform, one that you can build. Build a handle. Quick and play. Uh, uh, yeah, build and play and, and work. I mean, it, it's, these handles are awesome. And then you can extend them, right? You can put extensions on these handles. So now you can get massive leverage on pushing. Stuff that we should have had years ago that I bet you guarantee our wrist wouldn't be all tore up like they are now. I'm just starting to feel it. But, but I, you know, for the most part, I might get an ache probably maybe once a month. But I know I probably wouldn't have any aches if I had better tools back then. Um, metal tap downs. Now, you dent wizard techs and all that stuff, you guys had the, those metal tap downs, but now we've got more precise metal tap downs. So let's take it for instance, VIP. VIP 2.0, that's my favorite metal tap down. Yes, you have to sand the hell out of it, make sure you keep it polished, but if you treat it nice, it's going to treat you nice. The longer lasting tap downs. Ooh, what am I talking about? Well, you know who came out with uh, Dead on Dent Tools, Woody? He had the ballistic tips, and they are fantastic. I'm not sure if he still makes them. I think they do. Anson, I think, sells them. And then you've got VIP, Battleship, Tap Downs, and the Black Mambas. Those, by far, are fantastic. And then, these have been out for a while, too, already, but I don't think a lot of people use them. They don't know about them. Is the Kiko red fire and their root beer and their ice taps or tap down tips or ice tap downs. They are friggin' great. Fantastic. Ultra makes peak like midpoint tap downs. Everybody's making better tap downs that last a lot longer than those regular soft black ones. Dancraft makes some really good ones, but Peak is the way to go minimum for your tap downs if you want them to last longer. I think if my memory serves me right, uh, gosh, who was it, man? Uh, Dent Technologies. I think that's who it is. Uh, he's the one that came out with Peak that I know of, like off the top of my head. And that started it. And that was about five years ago. So get better tap downs. All these things make a huge difference when you're in your finishing and your repairs. Cordless LED lights. Now I know they've been out for a while, but remember when you first got a, an LED light or cordless completely? Carl Stuckey came out with one of the first cordless lights. And it was an LED. It was fantastic. I mean, it still has a great light. I'm just saying he, he, he's the one that came out with the first cordless one that I know. That, that was fantastic. Now you got, you still got Stucky, right? He's still got, he's still got an awesome light. Uh, Elimident, James Lee's, right? Pro, PDR Pro Solutions. Well, Elimident really, really like set the bar. Especially when he, he had that light that, you could twist and it wasn't getting tangled. There was no cords. He had all these funky features on it. It was, it was crazy. Look how, I'm just saying, look how, look how we've come so far. 
And I'm leaving out some cool tools. I know that. Some of you got, what about this? Or what about that? I, this is what it's for, right? To get the gears going in your head. Because some of you guys can, you, you know, you guys all have one or two tools that just aha moment for you. You're like, whoa. Oh my gosh. That, that brings me up to Standliner tools. Standliner tools is one of those. You just got to know how to use them. Just like anything else. And you got to have a good open mind. You know, what about that, that killer whale tail tool that, that it just basically spoons out a crease with, without leaving zipper marks. You, you just got to know how to use it right. The pirate hook or the, my, one of my favorites is, is the crane by far. It's a soft tip and a sharp tip at the same time. If I can get that crane on a dent, it's over like Rover. I absolutely love Standliner tools. You just got to know how to use them and you got to take the time to get, to get good at things. Understand blending, right? Talking about techniques. Shane Jacks, he was really helped bring it back and bring it on site. A lot of you techs were already doing blending. You didn't have a name for it. Maybe you'd, some of you did, but it was never in the limelight but a majority of us didn't know what the hell freaking blending was. Shane Jacks showed how to take down a dent without having to glue pull it or, or to get a tool behind it or anything like that. It's fantastic. See, I give credit where credit's due. It's based on what I've experienced, okay? That, that kind of brings me to another topic, though. Off topic, I wasn't planned on this, but why do I feel that sometimes this Industry likes to be divided. Don't be like that. There's no room for it. it what, what's the benefit of you being divided? What are you going to gain? You're not helping. You're, you're just kind of just putting speed bumps in your, in the, uh, in your path. Help one another. Give some advice. Go out of your way. Just uh, makes you feel good. Trust me. I had to, I had to say that. I, you know me. I got to say something on my podcast here and there. So techniques have changed a lot. Why? Because the tools change. And when the tools change, they help you become better, cleaner, faster. You develop more style to your game. Dan Fu. Right? Your style evolves. It should never be the same your whole career. It shouldn't. You, if it is, then you're not learning. You're not trying to get better. Don't ever settle just to like, oh, I know everything. Well, someone just got better than you. What do you mean? You're thinking. Like you just said you, you just know everything. Why do you think so many techs right now, the younger techs? Now, I'm not talking, again, not talking age. I'm talking people who've come into the game are better than the techs who started 20 years ago by far. They're already like, they already have experience between two and five years within a year. I mean, they've got, it feels like they've, they're like a five-year tech within a year. They know five times more than what you knew 
six months. That's what I'm saying. Be more open-minded. Look out for new things. And you'll, you'll create more opportunity for you to get better. All right, so let's talk about photos, okay? Now, there's an app. I think I might have mentioned it before. I love this app. It makes my photos pop. When I'm not doing Photoshop, I use this app. I, I love this app. You'll, you've probably seen it in a lot of my photos already. But I use the app called PS Express. It's fantastic. On Den Trainer, I'm going to have a little tutorial. I'll show it to you. I already did one on Diptych. So if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. And it's, it's, it, you'll like it. You'll like how I, how I did the tutorial. I'm going to do one on PS Express. I'm not going to get into it right here. But I'm just going to let you go get it. Yes, you have to pay for the app, but it's, it's worth every single penny. It will make all your photos look 10 times better. And you know what else how to make your, your photos look better? Take better photos. You think I'm, I'm laughing. I mean, you, you think, it, you think it, uh, it's funny, but I'm laughing because it's so simple. The other tech tip about taking photos, clean your damn lens. Wipe it down once in a while. Ever wonder why your 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 um your photos look foggy or they they don't look so clean? It kind of looks hazy. Clean your lens. Wipe it off. Get a little microfiber towel and wipe it. Put some alcohol on it. Wipe that lens, front and back. You'll have a more clear, crispy photo, video, whatever you're doing. Trust me, that is a tech tip. Here's another tech tip. A lot of you guys are filming video with your light, but it flickers, right? Just turn up the dimmer on your, on your light because when, you're dim, when your light's dim, it's, it's really pulsing like super fast. Your human eye can't see it, but the lens and a camera can. So you've got to turn the brightness up, which really makes the light go really quick. And so the lens can't, doesn't flicker anymore. So that's a tech tip on there. So if you notice that, damn it, every time I take a video, it's flickering. It's like, or it's pulsing, or it's like, I see these lines. Turn your dimmer up. Make it brighter. Make it as bright as you can. And don't, try not to put your light in the camera lens, because then you're blowing out everything. So angles on your photos, okay? Don't take just a photo straight on. That's so boring. Take it from different angles. Take it from below. Take it from the side. Take it from uh, above. Get a tripod. If you have an Apple phone, you can use your watch. You can, you can sit there and just go, hey, you, can, you have an app on there, and you can set a timer. You can frame yourself, and boom, you're good to go. Ladies and gentlemen, if you find value in this podcast, please give me a rating. I would love it, a review. Show me how much you like it. Give me some feedback. I really appreciate that. Speaking of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the podcast with uh, some, uh, some people that have given me 
uh, some reviews and on the podcast. And so I want to say thank you. And uh, this one's from Johnny VZ. Whether you're interested in becoming a paintless dent repair professional or you're a grizzled PDR vet, Mike's insights are second to none. Great tips from PDR techniques to marketing and so much more. If you aspire to be a top-level dent tech, then you should be listening to this podcast. And they are. So thank you very much, Johnny. Appreciate that. Uh, Dentman4411. That was actually my, me and my stepdad's name, Dentman, back in the day. Uh, always interesting listening to forward thinking, trying new marketing strategies, metal techniques, etc. Thanks for giving so much to the PDR industry. So thank you very much, Dentman4411. And last one, love this podcast. I look forward to the Dent Time podcast. I know it will be, it'll deliver quality content along with some valuable unscripted thoughts. Mike's style for his content is top notch. Keep doing it. Dent Dave. Awesome. Thank you, Dent Dave. And I want to say thank you guys very much for um, really, really awesome um, uh, giving me some feedback on the podcast. It's been terrific. And thank you. So we're going to bring Joe on hopefully the next podcast. You know what I mean? And so, and that should be really, really fun. But I hope you guys have a safe and happy Halloween. And don't eat and drink too much. It's on a Saturday. So, you know, all that good stuff. I'll tap to you guys later. Have a good one. See ya. He did the monster From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun The party had just begun The guests included Wolfman, Dracula and his son The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds The coffin banger (laughs) 